time to explode with another D-Souls Productions LLC Legacy episode. D-Souls Productions LLC Legacy Men, remember when you carried yourself as a king? Women, remember when you carried yourself as a queen? And we were here to build a strong foundation, not only for ourselves, but for our families and the generations coming up after us. But now, we're putting all of our time and energy, and while we're not getting along with one another, and we're not taking the time to put more focus into the important element of rebuilding family structure. So come on this journey with me, with D-Souls Productions LLC, and let's build a legacy. Listening to D Souls Productions LLC Legacy for you and me to become our sovereign selves as kings and queens in our families in the big family that is humanity. Welcome to D-Souls Productions LLC Legacy and we have a great episode for you today and we'll be right back after this short break. Souls Productions LLC Legacy April 13th, 2018. This is D Win, and we're on Friday the 13th. Be careful today. <laughs> I never really believed in those type of superstitious antics I actually read that uh, the number 13 is actually a lucky number I don't know some people may feel differently about that but uh, yesterday I can I can say we were kind of in a warm type of day but it wasn't quite there yet (laughs) you know I thought uh, we were going to make a breakthrough but even though it was in the low 70s, it still was a little bit uh, on the chilly side. You know, it can be like 70 degrees, but the humidity is still, you know, low. So, it wasn't quite there yet. But anyway, 
this episode is going to be focusing on what I call child support stress tests. Now, I don't know if there's anyone out there who's ever experienced going through the challenges of child support. And I'm not just talking one-sided about this. There are there are men also who go after child support. A la Holly Berry. <laughs> And, and then sometimes when we, you know, it's like a stereotype when we think about child support, we kind of uh, leave it on the same level as, uh, you know, EBT cards and uh, food stamps and Section 8, especially when it comes to uh, the black community. But then when we think about, you know, child support and higher income (laughs) brackets uh, we think about it on a celebrity status type of thing but um, you know the reality of it is is that it happens on all levels and like I spoke about um, it's happening on both sides you know you have women that go after child support and we have men who go after child support but either way it brings a high level of stress on the overall situation. And I pretty much have experienced this for myself. I've been through a situation where I feel that the stress that was put on my son's mother and myself became deadly. We were going through a lot of stress in fighting with each other and bickering with each other and my son being used as leverage, him being isolated and me fighting to being able to spend time with him and having the mother-in-law in place and just a bunch of nonsense going on. And in saying that, I really felt, well, I feel that it's really both of our faults. Because both of us were living too much in the now, which is nothing wrong with making sure that you are living in the now to a certain extent. But we were living too much in the now. And we was we really wasn't thinking about thinking about preparing for the future. Now this is something that I I've struggled with because what I think about is and I say to myself all the time, like, well, well, Okay, if I was better prepared and being a better husband, better father, and if my first wife was thinking more about preparing for the future and being a better wife and a mother, I believe things happen for a reason. And I think about all the time, well, if that was the case, then would my daughter be here right now? And it's, it's really a hard pill to swallow. Because in no way, shape or form did I ever wish that my son's mom was out of the picture or anything like that. You know what's funny about that? In me looking for someone to vent to and talk to, some men really pissed me off because when I would have this discussion with them in regards to what I was going through, the majority of them 
and what really killed me about it, they would, they would do this little giggle. And the first thing that was on their mind was, well, well, <laughs> well, uh, at least you ain't got to pay that child support anymore. And I would sit there like, wow. I mean, his mom, and I really believe through all that stress that we were putting each other through, we was making each other sick. That's how much stress we were putting on each other. And she passed away from cancer. I really believe that the stress that we were putting on each other was actually damaging both of us. I was stressed out. Blood pressure issues, heart issues, kidney issues. She develops melanoma, cancer, and she passes away. And I say this to myself all the time because this is this has had a, a tremendous effect on me. But I say this to myself all the time. I would rather my son's mom being able to continue to live than to have her go through what she went through. Because it wasn't about the money for me. I would rather be in that position of paying child support than having her go through that. I mean, that struck a heavy blow (laughs) to me when that happened to her. And I really believe... It was the stress that we were engaged in that caused it. This is why I'm stressing to my fiance that I'm with now. Because we have our issues and it's been a whole lot better lately because especially with me, I really have learned a lot from the situation that I've I've gone through with my son's mom and even with in her with her dealing with cancer breast cancer I mean it got to the point where I was like you know wow I mean I don't know how much more I could take I mean talk about really being put through the tests All I could think about after going through that was how can I be a better person? How can I be a better man? How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better father? When I go to get my nutritional value at the nearby farmer's market where I live my son's mom she was buried in a cemetery right here in the city that I I live in because she lived downstate but she was buried up here in the city that I live in and every time I go by the cemetery to go to the farmer's market it's a reminder for me It really puts me in a place <laughs> to have a uh, more of an understanding of how I need to carry myself and focus more on building for the future. I don't know. I mean, how do you feel if there's, if there's anyone out there who has been through, going through? child support I mean it's rare I, I've, I've not came across anyone who's dealing with child support and it wasn't a stressful situation and I know some women who don't even believe in it 
then they won't go after men for child support. And of course, there's a lot of men who don't believe in it. But I, like I said earlier, there, there are some men who are going after women for child support. So pretty much on both sides, <laughs> we don't understand uh, the high level of stress that we put on each other. Going through separation and divorce and child support. It really takes its toll. Now, the one thing that the women need to understand, though, okay, that no matter how you try to swing it, <laughs> even if you have a man going in for child support, the man doesn't have the same, how can I say it, perks that a woman has. See, the woman has the state backing her fully when it comes to child support. And a lot of women don't like to have that discuss that discussion. But you have the state backing you very strongly when it comes to dealing with men in regards to marriage relationships and taking care of the kids I don't know some people feel that it's necessary I don't think it's worth it no matter what side it's on I mean I don't know I look back and uh, I just wish I could have did some things a whole lot differently than how I handled them. But if, if it's something that you've been through that you can relate in regards to being in a relationship or a marriage and you have gone through the same type of situation I mean, your situation may not be as extreme. I mean, I don't, you know, there are some people who have, you know, lost uh, loved ones. Uh, you know, I mean, there are even people that were together, you know, you know, and the and the uh, the mother and the father passed away. If there's anyone out there who's been through this type of situation. I would like to hear from you. How did you handle the situation? What pulled you through? What made you stronger? But no matter how we look at the situation, we must make sure that we stop taking each other through all of this nonsense let's put it to rest let's not take each other through getting a divorce separation and the child support stress tests This is D-Souls Productions, LLC. Legacy. Peace. Wow. It took a lot to hold back the emotion for that segment in this episode. But I want to pay my respects to my ex-wife, Tanya A. Heyman. May you rest in peace. Okay, it's time for another short break, and we're going to come back with some D-Souls 
Collins. We'll be right back. Okay, as I continue to gather myself here, I'm going to get into some call-ins. And once again, we have Tanika Drake. And we were kind of having the discussion of uh, the importance of structure within the home and in our neighborhoods and communities. And Tanika uh, is talking in regards to uh, just because the mother and the father is not in the home does not mean it is a broken family. Let's listen in. Hey, D Souls Productions, LLC Legacy, Tanika Drake here. So I'm going to do my best to, I don't know how many parts it's going to take, but when we're talking about family, there's so much labeling. There's so much things that we would need to get our families back into a good place and i think one one key factor might be acknowledgement um and i'm going to check my time before i keep going on and, and get cut off okay so acknowledgement of the different kinds of families that we now have due to the breakdown so when we talk about labels like saying a broken family like for me i would be in that statistical broken family because i am now a single mother of four uh but that is i do not consider that a broken family in a home because you really have to change the wording we have to start acknowledging these different types of families Hey, D Souls Productions LLC Legacy. Uh, so, Tanika Drake back again, part two of uh, families acknowledgement labels. We've got to get rid of some of these labels and just acknowledge that a family is a family, however it is created or whatever happened, because they're the reason there is a breakdown in the family structure is what has happened or transpired within certain family dynamics. There might be a reason why there's a mom who's a single mom or a single dad. But if we look at this, the circumstances in totality, we can get a better understanding. So coming and meeting people where they're at and acknowledging and not just giving them a label where your child comes from a broken home, a dysfunctional family, those labels do nothing but harm families and those who are working with the family that they have now. So we need to get rid of some of those labels. I think that would be the first foremost because that's just a hindrance and it, it does nobody any good um, being labeled. You know, being labeled you're a single mom and 
Okay, coming from a broken home and acknowledging with the labels. So I got cut off. I forgot. I was trying to watch my time. So anyway, there's a lot that, you know, when you say community, it's about those resources that are out there, the community partners that are in the in these areas of these communities they have to be wanting to be willing to reach out and have more events have more ways that people can get connected it is so hard to get linkage with services and things within the community so a community has to be those that are linking and connecting with those families and the families have to be you know all also on the reciprocating end that they're going to go and attend these events and you get to learn people and meet people that's how the communities are are created by having those networks and, and, and building those foundations and building those connections without those connections you lose your community you lose that and even in the neighborhoods some people don't even know their neighbors anymore not like how it used to be so it's getting out talking speaking and making those connections wow miss tanika drake she understands what needs to be in place in regards to setting up a strong family structure and setting up that foundation for the family. And uh, I put Tanika to work on this episode. I need to issue her a check. <laughs> uh, but I um, added a question for Tanika. And I, I, I want to ask everyone, have you ever experienced this? Um, for the couples out there in relationships or in a marriage, you ever be showing affection to your mate and you have kids and after you guys like, you know, you may kiss and hug a little bit and then you notice, you know, you look out, you look over at your, your kid and they like, they're smiling at you. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they love that feeling of, of, of seeing that both of you are um, loving and caring for each other and showing love to each other. Has any, anybody ever experienced that? And I asked Tanika, um, what is the benefits of a child seeing the mother and the father showing affection for each other. Let's listen in. D Souls Productions LLC Legacy. You are hitting me with all these big, big topics, but that's okay. We're going to go in and we're going to get it. So um, for what you were sharing, which sounds lovely, that does a lot for your daughter. That does a lot for any child that sees that because they have, they have what is something that we're lacking. They don't have a foundation. They don't have a uh, template. They don't have a blueprint. So what you're, you're doing is you're showing how that relationship is supposed to work. Not what it looks like on TV, not the romanticism of it's going to be all good and that, but just the healthiness of there will be disagreements, but your mother and I can work it out. You know, this is the part where they need to see that. They need to see the healthiness and they need to see how to deal with conflict resolution. Okay, D-Souls Productions, LLC Legacy. I hope I have hit all the questions and I try to do the best thorough job that I could from my perspective. Of course, you know, it is only an opinion. So therefore, I thank you so much for asking me those questions. I look forward to more from you and it's no problem to listen to your segment. When I do get a chance, I'd love to listen. So God bless your heart. And I thank you for always coming over and supporting me as well. Take care. Tanika Drake, you are right on the money. It's not an opinion. You are so correct in what you're saying. Our kids do need to see a stronger foundation in place when it comes to their parents and in our neighborhoods and in our communities. It's so important. Let me pull my wallet out. Let me see what I got for Tanika. Another big girl. Let me see what I got in my wallet here. I think I owe her a little something for this episode. Let me see how much I got here. Yeah, she 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 brought that heat. She brought that fire. Let's see, see what I got for her here. Yeah, that that should do it. Tanika Drake. You are 
queen. Next up, we have Patrick from We Live on a Planet. And uh, we were um, talking about, you know, the 80s and all the old shows. And uh, we were kind of also um, getting into our, you know, both of us having a struggle with addiction. Uh, For me, one time in my life, I was struggling with uh, addiction and uh it was a tough time, but uh, me and Patrick were kind of uh, going back and forth, <laughs> talking about our struggle through the earlier years. <laughs> Let's listen in. D. Win, what's up, D. Souls? Thanks, man. I appreciate the phone call, and I, I'm glad that you like the references. Yeah, we probably are about the same age. I was I was born in 1970, so I remember you know the 70s really well. And, growing up in the 80s and how funky and cool the 80s were. And remember breakdancing when that first came out? And I wanted to be able to do that. I have no rhythm, though. I just remember, you know, the boxes being broke down. I was at camping one time in the Adirondacks, and uh, these kids were there, and they had the boxes all unfolded and everything like that, and I'm trying to do it. The only thing I did learn how to do, though, that year was ride my bicycle backwards, sit on the back handlebars, and be able to ride that backwards. I can still do that today. Which is weird. It is weird how our memories work, and we can remember something from that, and we can remember how in the you know '80s came out, and then the '90s, how everything was changing, and then 2000, how weird it was. But thanks, man. I'm gonna play your phone call tomorrow on the show. I really do appreciate you calling in. Peace, my friend. <laughs> D-Win, you're not gonna believe it, man. I just was leaving you a phone call. All of a sudden, I come in. And there's another one from you about being high on oxygen. Man, how weird that you and I are, uh, are on the same page right now with we're calling back and forth right now live. I think this is the first time this has ever happened to me where I'm calling back and forth with somebody live. Four years you have? Awesome. That is awesome, my brother. That is awesome. Kudos to you. Congratulations. I never thought I could do it like you saying. I never thought. You know what? I never wanted to, to be honest. So what was the thought? Uh, th- why was the sense of even thinking about it when I never wanted to anyways? All of a sudden, one day, I just wanted it, and uh, I wanted every day. And you know what? As well as I do, it's never owned. It's always rented, and rent is due every day on that. Sobriety, that's for sure. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So take care. Peace. Wow, Patrick. He went there. He said breakdancing, breaking out the boxes. <laughs> yeah, we used to have those battles too, man. That's when uh the battles were done on the dance floor. Not like they're doing now on the internet with the beefing and all the other craziness. And yeah, we come from the same era. Uh, grew up in a transitional period. Hip-hop wasn't quite there yet. We were listening to... uh. Duran Duran, Human League, and Devo. Yeah, those, those were the times, man. But uh, yeah, um, had my struggles with addiction, um, peer pressure, and wanted to be like everybody else, and doing a lot of stupid things. But yeah, I got to the point where um, <laughs> I'm high off oxygen. <laughs> That's my new thing now. <laughs> But the struggle was real, but um, it was a challenge, but I finally made it there. And I'm glad to hear you're overcoming your challenges just as well. And anything I can do to help, please let me know. It's the type of people I want around me. We want to build for the future. Thank you, Patrick, from We Live on a Planet. Thank you for the call in. Patrick from We Live on a Planet you are king 
Yo, my man, D-Souls Productions, baby, what is good? I just wanted to let you know I downloaded Soundtrap from the App Store. I'm excited, so uh, I can't wait. I want to mess with you on it. I'm listening to you right now on YouTube and watching you, actually, just, uh, you know, letting, letting you know that. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to come through, let you know I did download Soundtrap on the iPhone. I'm ready to get it, so bang, bang, tomorrow's Freestyle Friday, baby. You already know what it is. That's what's up. That's my man, Matty Moe, the man with the flow. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get more people to uh, get up on that soundtrack so we can get some collaborations going. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I'm going to get up with you, Matty Moe, so we can get on there and um, make it happen. As a matter of fact, let's go to a track that I did with Spidey Heck on Soundtrap. Check it out. That's what's up, you know what I mean? Hey, you may not think it's much, but see what happens when two people come together and we just let our creative spirits flow. That's what kind of things that happen, man. You never know what you're going to come up with. I like that track. That's hot. Just imagine if you got on there with somebody else and you guys just allowed each other to be creative. Just like we should do right here on Anchor. It's just like we're a family on Anchor, man. Not only in our homes, with our families. Let's act as a family here on Anchor. And stop being so on some individual shit all the time. Let's work hard. And let's work hard together. As a family. That's what's up. This episode was butter. Sliced butter. I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen in. I want to give a huge shout out. To Tanika Drake, Patrick from We Live on a Planet, Maddie Moe, and Spidey Heck for that dope collaboration. And go to their stations and listen to their episodes. They also bring great value that I know you will enjoy. For all of you who are out there listening, I just want to let you know that you are much appreciated. I want to thank you for coming on this journey with me. With D-Souls Productions, LLC. Legacy. Continue to put your focus into making progress for the future and setting up a strong foundation, not only for yourself, but for your family and the generations coming up after you. Take care 
and be safe. Peace. Anita loves to hate to hate here. First off, child support. <sighs> child support is to help aid in the care of a mother or father, child or children in whatever capacity, in whatever home they are at the most. And that contribution, it could be of money, clothes, their time, love, other things or whatever. But when it's money, um, the money received can be spent on food, electricity, water, gas, clothes, whatever that is needed and used to care for their child or children. That's first and foremost when it comes to child support. There's no such thing as I don't want my child support paying electric bill. And I'm about to run out of time, so I'll be right back. Yes, Anita, and I'm back. Yeah, first, understanding what child support is. Because people need to stop saying, when I pay child support, when I give child support, I don't want to spend on this, and I don't want to spend on that, and I'm spending on my own other people cheering and this and that, whatever, which is the stupidest thing in the world, especially if you do not live in a house where that child or children is. You don't know what the situation is. Then, now I'm not going to say that people don't understand how it can affect each other or the child when they hurt each other and scone each other and try to do tip for tap and I'm going to raise the child support and I'm going to ask for this and you're not going to see him and you're not going to do that. I'm not going to say that people don't understand that. They do. But due to the pain and frustration and resentment, it has, people have allowed it to take over. And I'll be back. They don't know how to forgive. They don't know how to allow themselves to grow and allow themselves to be friends or just be cordial with each other, mainly because of the history. So we never learn how to co-parent. And also the community don't help because if you look around majority when it comes to the black community, but we don't co-parent. Talk about the mom around the child. Talk about the, the, the daddy around the child, the girlfriends and the, and the other family members. Talk about the other parent. So there's lack of support in, in a lot of these cases that makes it even harder for some of them to let go of these grudges too. But it starts with us individually. We can change the cycle of past history. We can be better than what we have witnessed before. We don't have to be angry all the time. We don't have to be mad and, and just very outspoken to cut where it hurts. I'll be right back. Now, I'm just going to keep it all the way real with you. I never went through it personally, um, but I know some of my family and friends and my brother, of course, cousins and aunts that went through it. When people start saying about the EBT food stamp, that's a joke. That's stupidity. And to even throw it up in the same reference of child support is appalling to me. I don't understand that. The most important part of parenting is the children. And when parents are bickering and fussing with each other, they are forgetting about the children who are also suffering and they're suffering quietly. They're not saying anything. It affects them more. It affects them long-term because if it just so happened that they end up being co-parenters, what do you think happens? See, in most cases, when women and men fight each other, they use their children or child as pawns, it's because they're thinking about themselves, what you have done to me. No, you're not living up there, doing all good. You ain't going to be showing off with that hoe. You ain't doing this. God knows who, and, and I'm going over here and struggle. Oh, no. You know, they're, they're allowing the devil to take over 
their mind to where all they think is negativity and all it does is steal them to be even madder with each other. So it keeps them from forgiving and moving on and remembering what the purpose of them having to still communicate with each other. To parents, to come together and come to an agreement of understanding to finish raising their child that they created together so that their child can grow up to be productive human beings in this world. We forget that. We, we have to change that. And see, I'm babbling on to these souls, and I'm going to come to the end. Child support pisses me off, and not from a personal standpoint point of me ever having to do with it, deal with it. But with my brother, my brother is a good father. He's always been there for his son, get him, pay child support, give extra, whatever. And that girl would take him through shit. But no matter what she took him through, he still took care of his son. And he always tried to make sure his child never feel like he don't want to do it. Because the, the worst thing a man could do is, well, why why are you asking for this when I gave you child support, I gave you $200, but you're not looking at the fact that she's paying electric, water, car insurance, she's paying for food, and then when you throw up the EBT and food stamps, is she really getting a lot of EBT? Is she really getting food stamps like you think she's getting? But at the end of the day, does it really matter that she's getting public assistance? If she needs that to help finish aiding in the care of your child, why does it matter? The point is two people trying to co-parent their child and do what's necessary and give them what they need. And that's not just the love and support and understanding and caring and teaching them that you are not your environment. You can be better than this environment. I am not my past. I am not my history. I can change my history. I don't have to be like my daddy or my uncle that fussed with the baby mama. I don't have to be like my auntie or my cousin that got mad because the baby daddy didn't want me no more and moved on with somebody else. I don't have to be like them. You didn't want me as much as it hurt me. I still have a child. We still have a child together. Bottom line as adults, we have to take our selfishness and our pride out of the equation and put that child in the center of every decision that we make when it comes to the other parents. And when we get mad, when we get frustrated, we have to always put that child in the center. And remember that everything that we do, the communication, the looking at them, the calling of the, the other parent is on behalf of our child. And if that person, that parent does not say, do, or come across the way you need them to, Keep praying for them, but don't fall into that trap of devilish, of, you know, eye for eye. We don't have to do that. And the only way we can do that is if we change and be better than that. And always remember that these children didn't ask to be here. So you have to do what's best for them. Take care of them first and find a way to heal and let all that hatred and animosity go. I'm done. Also, on that other question that you asked about showing affection in front of your, your children, um, first let me say, yeah, I heard that 13 was a lucky number, but I'm a little superstitious. I'm sorry. I'm admitted. I don't believe in that. I'm just saying. But um, for me, with my daughters, uh, they always be like, oh, my God, y'all got to do that all the time in front of us? Like, Really? But they would make joke of it. But I knew that they loved that. Because there were a few times where I would overhear them on the phone conversation talking to their friends. And they would say, you know, they would talk about how me and, you know, it's childish and how we be kissing and rubbing on each other. And, you know what I'm saying? So, but I want my daughters to know that when you love a person, you shouldn't be embarrassed to show it and receive it. I wanted my children to know what love was, what it felt like, you know, how to receive it, because I didn't get that when I was growing up. But I don't I didn't I don't want to fool them either. I don't want them thinking that, oh, a relationship is just just roses and butterflies and champagne. No, because I wanted them to understand if, if two people disagree, you sit down, and you talk that shit out. 
because I don't believe in going to bed mad. I can't stand that. But I do have a problem with holding on to things where if it hurts me bad, I can forgive you. We can talk it out and I can have an understanding of where you're coming from, respect how you feel and accept it. But sometimes it still lingers a little bit. And that's something that I've always struggled with. But that's from how I was brought up. So with my children, I try to change that with them. When I see that they have similar patterns of me, I try to talk them through that and try to find a way to get them to release that. But you're supposed to. You're supposed to show your children what affection is between a husband and a wife with the significant other. You know what I'm saying? Just like you're supposed to show them it when you're not together that you still can coexist and be friends and be cordial and respect each other and come together as a team to finish the job of raising that child. So to me, it's, you know, all of that and the outcome of how our children be, become, live, develop, all that start with us as individuals, as parents, as a mother and as a father. Our approach, the way we guide them, the way we talk to them, the way we teach them, the lessons, the things that we show them, we're, we're the ones that's implanting those first thoughts. We're the ones that's starting that driving class. So and it, it's a long road. So I'm a little long-winded. I'm done. But I love your segment. Peace. Child support is something that I notice other people go through than me. I've never went through it myself personally, so I can't really um, have, I don't have any personal stories to relate to that matter. But yeah, it, it can be stressful, even without the child support. It just, you know, raising kids in general, it's stressful as it is. And definitely learning to work together can be the hardest thing to do because you have a certain way of thinking about things. The other person has a certain way of thinking about things. You have a certain schedule. This person has a certain schedule. It's hard to get it all to mesh and work, but uh, when you pick the right person to spend the rest of your life with in terms of, you know, having kids, uh, it's, it's not as difficult over time, I feel. So, that's all I really have to say on the matter. I, 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 again, I don't really have any personal stories of child support that have affected me.